0: Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard of Cane Radio's Chip Shots. I'm Teddy Sliman with you here. Beautiful day outside. Wow, we've been having some great golf weather. No golfer can complain about the weather lately. Yes, it's been a tad hot, but man, that north breeze has made the humidity go down and perfect golfing weather. Get out there and enjoy it now. We know what's ahead. Let's thank our sponsors before we move along to four. Let's start out with GolfBalls.com, located on Arnold Boulevard right there in Lafayette. Anything you want in golf, you can find it there in their display room, showroom. You can also try out all their golf clubs from the latest uh, companies, Ping, Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway. They all have demonstrators, and you can hit them into their simulator there. And uh, who knows, maybe even buy a set. Once again, everything you always want in golf, you can find it there at golfballs.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. And our other title sponsor, we thank Mr. Lee Tatford, who is the CEO of the Coca Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette. Of course, you can get Coke right here in New Iberia thanks to their distributorship. And we appreciate Lee Tatford and Coke for sponsoring not only chip shots, but all the high school sports we do and other sports we do here. At Kane Radio. And then our local golf clubs Eagle Ridge, Kane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, Chaffalai, all our local golf clubs. Before we start out with them, once again, uh, last week we announced the obit of a longtime friend and colleague and golf pro. Uh, he was really a mentor, Mr. Charlie Dugas, affectionately known as Moochie. He was 92 years old, passed away this past week. He was a uh, Along with Luco Barbado, the uh, head golf pro at Cadian uh, Hills Golf Course, which is now closed. And then later on, Moochie, and when it closed, they split up and uh, he had a driver range on Kali Saloon Road. So uh, thanks, Moochie, for all the uh, benefits you've passed on to me about the golf business and may your soul rest in peace. So down at a Chaffalaya, they're starting Thursday Scrambles, Twilight, nine holes, 530 shotgun start. Entry fee includes golf, prize money, and a hamburger dinner after play. It's only $25 if you're a pass holder and uh, $40 if you are not. So it's open to the public as well. 985-395-4653 if you want to enter that event every Thursday. Then also at Atchafalaya, they are uh, having a fitting day put on by Tailormade. They had uh, PXGM last week and Tailormade I mean, and Callaway as well, now tailor-made this week. That's going to be tomorrow, May 23rd, from 2 to 5 p.m. on the driving range at a Atchafalaya. You don't need an appointment to try out their clubs and hit balls, but you do need to get an appointment if you want to try to get fitted. And also coming up in June 3rd at a Atchafalaya, the Terry Lede group has a shotgun start on June 3rd. Moving on over to Eagle Ridge. They've been extremely busy thanks to the unlimited golf package for three years. It's $177 for three years. That's almost giving it away, and uh, that came from a marketing firm out of Florida. And Gary Kidd, the owner, has uh, benefited from that. He has tee times booked pretty much every day, all day long, and uh, they've been really, really, really busy. Also at Eagle Ridge, they had a bunch of hole-in-ones. And uh, their, their hole-in-one pool is depleted, as we've been saying. <coughs> Each member of the hole-in-one pool puts up $5 per month, and, it, and they have 50 members. So the pool builds up quite quickly, and uh, if nobody makes a hole-in-one, it keeps on building up. Well, they had two hole-in-ones uh, recently on, uh, on hole number 17, both of them. Corey Landry and Randy, Doctor Randy O'Brien, both made hole in ones on recently on hole number seventeen, and they each won two thousand dollars, which de- depleted their hole in one pool naturally. But they had to buy a lot of drinks. Also at Eagle Ridge, they got some help needed. They had, a, in fact, they had a sign out on the on the uh, highway today, help needed inside, uh, well, actually outside. Uh, Cart boy, uh, range boy, they pick up the range, pull up the carts, put the carts up and clean them. And also on the maintenance crew, they need some some help. So uh, if you're looking for a part time job or maybe even a full time job, go see Gary Kidd over at Eagle Ridge. Then moving to Franklin, Bellevue Golf Course, a low nine old course, which is on our Pro Am schedule. They had the Litter Cancer Society tournament benefiting. Uh, that, that organization making money for cancer patients uh, recently and the winner of that was Sammy Williams Eddie Matthews and Jules A. at 13 they raised $6,000 for cancer research Then also at Bellevue they had their uh, all important and most popular monthly dog fight this past Saturday and the winner of that was Barry Battaglia at plus 3 Tied for second was Doug Robichaux and Mickey Michelle at even par. Then coming up Saturday, June third, Hanson Memorial Invitational Tournament, raising funds for Hanson High School. I'm sure, and uh, everybody interested in that can call the golf course there and sign up. Then down at Kane Road, they're advertising their specials. If you're not a member. The veterans on Wednesday, active or retired, pay only $25 plus tax to tee it up at Cane Row. Their senior rate, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, is $35 plus tax. Then their twilight rates, whether you're a senior, a veteran, or not, doesn't matter. After 3 p.m., Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $30 plus tax. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, $35 plus tax. But if you want to be a member... $142 $142 gets you a bunch of discounts, 20% off of their soft goods, 10% off of their hard goods, and they're one of the best well-stocked golf shops in our area. Uh, you can also book your tee time one week in advance, and this is a huge advantage if uh, if you like that selective tee time and got a group that plays uh, regularly and you want that special tee time, you can book it one week in advance, whereas if you're not a member, to the public, it's uh, one day in advance. They also charge a handicap on the Louisiana Golf Association Handicap System, and uh, they waive you dues for their Men's Golf Association. Uh, a lot of benefits if you're a member. And they also are licensed to sell UL Ragin' Cajun logoed merchandise, and they have a little bit of that in their pro shop as well. So if you have a, a Ragin' Cajun loved one in the family, you can pick out something special for them at Cane Row. They've also had their share of hole-in-ones. Asa Tibbs made a hole-in-one on number eight recently, and Jay Smith on hole number 17 made a hole-in-one. It's funny how hole-in-ones come in bunches, it seems like. I can remember that in the past, that uh, somebody made a hole-in-one, you always looked out for it because there was another one right behind it. And they've had a bunch of tournaments at Cane Row recently, so the winners of the Iberia Medical Center Tournament, the gross division, went to Red Viator with his land sales organization, and they shot a 55. Finishing first net was Tom Biard Construction. Doug Biard was on that team with his brother Tom. They shot 53. Of course, Doug is the uh, director of our Cadiana Pro-Am Association. Then recently at Kane Row, they had the Louisiana High School Junior High Golf Championship and individually, Ivan Pop, he from birchman shot an unbelievable minus 5 for a junior high kid. That's 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. And Ivan is the son of Chris Pop, who is a renowned teacher over at Le Triumph. Nova Chauvin of Ascension finished minus 3 second. And third place went to Grant Bellard of Cathedral at minus 1. On the team side, Ascension shot 157 and edged out cathedral with 166 third place went to ESA 167 then this past weekend another tournament the Rusty Ruiz memorial golf tournament was played and the team of Kevin Arsenault Ryan Desimo and Paul Bro, uh, all those are associated with Kane Rowe of course Kevin and Ryan worked there but they won on the third hole of a playoff over a, a B&L engine nice going there guys and Kane Rowe had the last edition of Arcadiana Pro-Am, and a record 170 golfers teed it up on several days, two or, two or three days. You can play, or rather, two days, really. And uh, sometimes it's Tuesday and Thursday, sometimes it's Wednesday and Thursday, depending on the golf course. At Cane Roy, it was Wednesday and Thursday of this past month, the first Wednesday and Thursday. Anyway, the team of Shane Abukami, Mike Fry, Kevin Booty, and Mike Vaneger one with plus nine, $150. Uh, and that merchandise is redeemable at golfballs.com, which is a good, pretty big advantage there because, like I said earlier, they have everything you want, the latest in golf over there. Finished in second place was our own Ralph Boxcar Bajeron. He teamed up with Doug Robichaud, John Trahan, and Neil Dore. Plus eight, they won $100. In third place went to Jay Frederick, Anthony Alford, Glenn Pennington, and Al Moss, plus seven, winning $60. On the individual side, the A player was won by Danny DePlanis, plus 11. B player, Sid Champine, plus eight. Sid's a, a worker there in the golf shop, one of the assistants. C player, Jimmy Prados, plus 10. D player, Mike Vaneger, plus 11. The next event's going to be at Eagle Ridge in June. And then Sugar Oaks in July will complete the first half of the season for our schedule. And then we'll redo it for the second half. Then down at Sugar Oaks, weekly specials. They have them as well. Monday and Tuesday, 9 are 18 holes, only $22. Then Wednesday is that all-day special, and it's my favorite. Only $31. Play as many holes as you want. And of course, we know... Wednesday is their twilight scramble day, so you can play in that and piggyback as well. So their last winners of the Wednesday scramble with a score of minus six was Robert Burton, Keith DoMang, Ron Finley, and Eric Lauchele. Then they have a very active men's golf association, so on Friday, May 19th, this past Friday, they had a shamble where everybody hits. You select the best shot from there and play your own ball out. Went in the front, back, and a teams. A team of Paul Olivier, Robert Burton, Ron Finley, and Paul Ladesur. They were plus three, plus one, and plus four total. Went in the skins. Paul Ladesur two, Ron Finley one, and Robert Burton one. Then on Sunday, May 21st, they had that shootout. That's where you play your own individual game, and they team you up by blind draw or whatever for uh, for team score. So on the front and 18, Robert Burton and Tony Bigot had 27 points, and then they won the total with 50 points. Winning the backside was Paul LaDussure and Keith Domains, 23 points. And then the skins, of course, the skins are cash money. Paul LaDussure won two, Robert Burton won, Paul Olivier won, Ron Finley won, and Eric Domains, plus one. Can't even read my own writing then this past weekend, Sunday, they had their divorce scramble, which is uh, a big, fun event. Of course, it raises money for cancer, just like the Liddy Cancer Society. Uh, Ronnie H.A. got me this information. said they haven't had the numbers yet on, uh, on how much money they raised, but he'll get that to me, and uh, we'll pass it along to you guys, because it's an important tournament. Anytime you're raising money for a big cause like cancer, we, uh, we all should support it. But 21 couples, 42 players teed it up. And the winners of that was Jason A. Bear, along with his daughter, Hillary. They were minus two. Of course, only Jason could hit the full shots, and only Hillary could putt. So nice going there. And good turnout as well. Then recently at Sugar Oaks, they had the Huey Possum Tournament. Huey Thibodeau and Ron possum Giatt, long-time friends of mine, passed away many years ago. But they, have a, they continually have a tournament in their memory, and uh, thank goodness for that. First place went to L.J. Mayard, Brantley Brudereau, and Thomas Beiner, minus nine with a 63. Tied for second with 64 was Doug Streety, Seth Trebo, and Lucky Booty. They tied the Thibodeau team, David Thibodeau, Justin Thibodeau, and Ross Thibodeau. Of course, David is Huey's brother. Then they were, at Sugar Oaks, they recently had the 4-H tournament. 22 teams participated in that awesome turnout. I think it's that 23rd uh, or 4th time. I know when I was working there, we used to have this tournament. Thanks to Mr. Bert Sestia, along with Blair Hebert, who runs the 4-H division here in New Iberia. So tied for first was a team of M.A. Patu. They tied Carol Boudreau State Forum. Finishing third, Jane Segura, Jean Segura, rather, forms. And Boyd Booty, thanks, Boyd, for getting me the information on the Gator Golf Club, which most of its members are also members of Sugar Oaks. And uh, this was the Booty show when they played out at the island in Plaquemine this past Saturday, May 20th. Because both of the booties won both flights, and they also won the birdie pool. So in the first flight, Boyd was plus four, won the first flight. His son, Coy, was plus three and won the second flight. And uh, like I said, they also won the birdie pool. Boyd had one birdie, and uh, Coy had two. So uh, that's if you make a, uh, a birdie or even a par, but I doubt a par would win. But the lowest score one hole from the, all of the 36 players are tee up, you win that if you make that score. So uh, probably and most likely a birdie. And Boyd said and, and that the uh, golf course was packed and busy and the course was in excellent shape. That is a very nice golf course out in Plaquemine. Their next event is going to be at Tamaka Trails on June 25th. And they have a big weekend planned. Whenever they go to uh, a casino course, they like to go the night before or the day before and play a practice round and spend the night there and spend a few dollars as well in the casino because you know you never win. And then they play in the tournament Sunday. And this time they have a bigger treat because they'll be staying, some of them anyway, Sunday night because there's another tournament on Monday that a bunch of them would be participating in. So there's the Gator Golf Club. Then over at Triggeros, they're uh, just like Eagle Ridge. They're hiring a cart attendant and other duties and jobs like range and pulling up and picking up the carts. Great for uh, a summer job for a high school kid or somebody looking for some part-time work. On weekdays, it's two to close, and uh, weekends there's two shifts: six to noon and noon to close. Then the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, thanks to Mr. Lawson Ruley for getting me this information. It's $25 a year if you want to be in this organization, and uh, you don't have to be a resident of Lafayette. You just have to have $25 bucks and be a senior. And they have two activities during the course of the year, a crawfish ball in the spring and a Christmas party in December. So results from their latest tournament, their second Tuesday of the month, out-of-town course was played at Tamaka Trails. And uh, the, the winner of that was Fairley Painter. Second place, Maron Rodriguez. Third place was a tie, Steve Newman and Jay Frederick. Then the fourth Tuesday of the month is their home course, which is Abair Municipal Golf Course right there in the heart of Lafayette. The format was front, back, and total. First place went to Brent Castile. Second place, John Pierce. Third, Woody Lemaire. Fourth, Brent Collada. So if, you, uh, if you're a senior and you want to play in, a, in a, uh, an association like that, there's a bunch of them around, and that's one of them. On our PGA side of things, our uh, PGA members from Louisiana play in their chapter tournament. As I said uh, last week, the Gulf States section is the member that I'm a member of from the PGA, and uh, it's divided into two chapters, Louisiana chapter and Mississippi chapter, and they each have their own events, and then they have the Gulf States PGA Championship as well. Louisiana chapter is June 19th at Oak Wing in Alexandria, and the Mississippi chapter tournament's going to be June 5th at Grand Bear in Biloxi. And UL just completed, competed, rather, in the Oklahoma region for the NCAA, the of course, UL won the Sunbelt Conference miraculously in an unbelievable uh, storybook finish from their team. Uh, they didn't fare so well at regional on on this big stage. They finished 13th and missed the uh, advancement, as did LSU. They finished 8th and also did advance. So uh, advancing teams was number 17th ranked Alabama, number 9 ranked Oklahoma. Unranked Colorado, number five ranked Texas Tech, and number 32 ranked Duke. Amazingly, North Florida by one shot missed the top five and didn't advance. Individually, the Cajuns put up two good players and two good scores. Milan Potiger and Eli Artigo both shot five under par individually and missed out on the individual advancement uh, by four strokes. So uh, very good showing from those two players. One of them is a freshman, Milan is, and Eli is a sophomore. So if uh, Theodore can gather up a couple of good signees, recruits, and sign them up, they should have a good team in, in the near future. Uh, a good story coming out of it, though. Uh, B.J., uh, their medical, uh, their, their um, trainer, was, uh, was on the trip with them I can't remember B.J.'s last name, but he was following uh, the uh, Kansas. Kansas was paired with UL. He was following one of the the players, and uh, the coach was uh, along with him. And uh, he's a good friend of Theodore's because Kansas usually plays in the Louisiana Classics. So um, while he was along there, the coach told uh, B.J., he said, look, man, I don't feel so good. You got any uh, anti-acid pills? So B.J. pulled out his medical kit and gave him some. And a couple of holes later, he says, Coach, you're, not, you're still not looking too good. You better go in and get checked out. So uh, he did. Went in and went to the emergency room of the hospital. He was having a heart attack. <laughs> good thing B.J. was there. So they, they went in there, put a stand in. The next day, he was back out on the course watching his team play. Unbelievable. Ah, uh, Wow. Lucky guy there. And continuing with the uh, Raging Cajuns, uh, I, I mentioned Eli Artigo, the sophomore. He shot 69 in uh regional qualifying for the U.S. Open at Tamaka Trails, and uh, he will advance to regional qualifying, which I believe is coming up soon. We'll get more information on if Eli advances or not to the U.S. Open. And then his teammate, Milan Potiger from South Africa, he was named Sunbelt Conference second team, and he's only a freshman. So, good, once again, good things looking forward to uh, from those two guys. On the junior golf scene, one last look at the uh, Louisiana State High School golf championships. Class 5A, uh, C.E. Bird won that. Class 4A at the Wetlands, St. Louis. Class 3A at Cane Row was won by Ascension Episcopal. And Class 2A at Bayou Bend was won by ESA. So good luck to all these high school uh, seniors who advanced and now are going, looking forward to playing maybe some junior golf this summer and uh, elevating their game. So my grandson Drew is going to play in a series of tournaments beginning June 1st and 2nd. The Louisiana Junior Golf Tour makes its stop at Kane Row, and that'll be... Uh, His first event. And then June 12th is the USGA Junior Qualifier. That's going to be at the Country Club of Louisiana in Baton Rouge. Then June 21st through 22nd, Louisiana Junior Golf Tour stops again their second tournament of the year at Beauchene in Mandeville. Then completing now June uh, June 28th and 29th is our own Gulf States PGA Junior Championship being played at Diamond Head in Mississippi. And uh, they take the top two boys and top two girls and they advance to the national junior PGA championship which this year is going to be played in Hot Springs, Arkansas, August the 1st through 4th. So a lot of big tournaments coming up for the juniors. And then in July there's like I said more and more tournaments, but uh, the big one is going to be the 66th Louisiana Junior Amateur Championship. Contested July 12th through 14th at Beaver Creek in Zachary, one of my favorite municipal golf courses uh, around in Louisiana. Of course, we know ba- uh, Baton Rouge, that's a Baton Rouge Breck, as they say, Baton Rouge Recreation Department golf course, and they have seven of them. Without winding winded up for my local stuff, we'll be back to talk about an amazing PGA championship on the other side. Stay tuned.
1: Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611.
2: The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 Square feet of golf equipment and gear, golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at golfballs.com.
0: We have a new player
1: on the field and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice cold Coca Cola and the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it. Oh, wow. And just listen to that fizz. That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling.
3: Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Kane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Tesh Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane
2: 1075. Right.
0: On and welcome back to Chip Shot. Teddy Sliman in the studios here, and on the other side, my on the phone that is, my colleague and friend Ralph Boxcar Basaro. Welcome aboard.
4: Hey buddy. How's it going?
0: Great, PGA Championship. Wow, what a what an awesome um, event was played in, on the on the PGA Tour this this week. I'll, I'll highlight uh, championship. The PGA Championship was contested at Oak Hill for the fourth time, and then Rochester, New York, and uh, it's only second to uh, Southern Hills in Tulsa. So, uh, a popular place for a PGA Championship, and what an event it produced, right?
4: It sure did, Ted. Uh, you know, uh, uh, a, bit, a, a few surprises in, in some of the big names that did not uh, perform well this week, most notably John Rahm. Um, but, you know, certainly you had the usual suspects kind of up there for a long time, and it, it, Scotty Scheffler and, and some others. And then, you know, I, I couldn't help but think back to uh, Caddyshack, you know, with, with Bill Murray and, and, and the Cinderella the story you know uh because you talk about come to real life michael uh, with a book you know that that is a cinderella story if there ever was one and to see that i think i think just just as many people enjoyed that side note um how well he performed as the actual tournament itself
0: no question it was a uh, an important storyline for sure and, uh, you know, talking of Caddyshack, Tony uh, and, and Jeff this morning talked about the PGA, and uh, they mentioned Caddyshack several times for another reason, that uh, one of the players, I forgot his name, uh, playing with Jordan Spieth, his ball stood on the, on the lip of the cup, and then it finally oh, fell yeah. in like 30 seconds later. It reminded them of Caddyshack because, uh, of course, this yeah. guy got penalized, but uh, not the I'll guy in Caddyshack. <laughs>
4: I think his last name was Spindrift, but you know, and that's that's really that. I saw the the entire video of that uh, incident, and man, you know, we can we could debate this all day long about the rules of golf and, and what needs to be changed. But uh, hey, look, if they're not going to enforce the, uh, the 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 shot clock, so to speak, you, you know, with golfers as far as pace of play goes, why the hell enforce the 10-second rule? You know, because. Jordan Speed is the one. That he, he, <laughs> yeah. The guy was, he was damned if he did, damned if he didn't, because if he'd have marked an oscillating ball, that's a stroke, you know, and the ball was oscillating. And Jordan Speed told him, hey, it's still moving. So what do you do in that situation? What, you know, I, I, I don't know what else he could have done. And,
0: and I mean, even yeah, to add to that, there's a penalty for hitting a moving ball. So, I mean, it's like you're damned if you do, just like you said, and damned if you don't. I think there ought to be some some, uh, leniency with the rules official in that. And I I certainly don't think they should have penalized a guy because the ball actually went into the cup, you know. So what if it didn't do it in the exact 10 seconds or whatever that they require?
4: Especially when you have video evidence. And look, I get it. That's not fair in that, you know, the, the First group off probably doesn't have the same advantage as somebody playing with George speed. I get all that. But you know what? That's just reality. You know, it's, it's, that's, that's, you have way more, um, uh, you know, instant replay cameras at Monday night football games than you do at, at regular games. So, if you could clearly see on video, it was moving. I mean, he, he, he had no He couldn't have done anything else. Like you said, he hits the ball. He a lot. He marks the let to drop in the cup after two seconds. He's penalized. So you know it was a penalty, boy. but you know when you when, when, when you're a guy, a journeyman. i it's not. Sure I call him a journeyman. He's, he's a young guy. But uh, and, and Jordan Spieth, who would know everything, right? And he tells you, hey, you know, don't hit it. it, it it's still moving. You know, I would have done the same
0: thing. Yeah, so, exactly. I don't know, you know? Yeah, we just get, we just get back into that. There's just so many,
4: so many weird things, and, and um, with with the rules, and it, it just, they need to simplify them a little bit. Maybe you know, add some addendums and some uh, different scenarios uh, everything's not so 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 black and white because there are a lot of great areas that happen. But
3: right, you know, well, not,
4: but you know, not, the, the one thing I don't want to take away from, and 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 you know that you, you know this for a fact that. I am as anti live as any person, any golf fan, any golf commentator, any whatever on the earth, because just because of the, the funding source, not because I don't really like 54 holes, I don't like the loud music, I don't like a lot of things about it, but that's that's neither here nor there. It's, 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 it's the fact that the country that tried to destroy our country is funding that source, but... I do have to say and give kudos to Brooks Kepka. I mean, he is a major championship golfer. I mean, and so, you look, know, the elite company with five major wins, <laughs> that's a handful of guys, man, for, in, in golf history. And, you know, he, he just built for those tournaments. Um, and I said, I heard an interview with him yesterday and I didn't realize just how and now it, it kind of all makes sense because, you know, a lot of guys are transparent about why they went to live, Pat Perez and them. Yeah, it's the money. Harold Varner said it's the money. Brooks Jefferson literally, I mean, really thought his career was over with. His knee was so bad, he, he, he never thought he'd really play competitively or, you know, be able to play on the PGA Tour competitively again. So he went to what he considered a recreational golf league. And I think... Deep down, he's journeyed to come back on the PGA Tour. I really do now that he's got his health back and, and got his knee, you know, fixed up. Um, but, man, I, gotta get, I got to get that guy out of bounds on six. And I said, man, he's, he's going to blow it just like he did the Masters. But <laughs> he did. You know, so now you got a win at the PGA and a runner up of the Masters. Strong contender for golfer of the year, buddy.
0: No question, you know, And and, and since you mentioned that, um, you know, he, he, uh, he, he joined a pretty, pretty big group in doing that, being second at the Masters and, uh, you know, then going on to win. Only, only Gary Player and Tiger Woods have done that in the past, finished second in the Masters and going on to win a major. So, uh, and, and like you mentioned, you know, he joined some, some pretty big names and winning in his fifth major. Uh, he's only, only the 20th player to do so. And in the modern era, Tiger and Phil have done it. But he's the seventh player since 1950 to win five majors before age 34, joining Jack, Tiger, Arnold Palmer, Gary Player, Seve, and Tom Watson. That's some pretty big company.
4: That's some, that's some real, real good company. And and, and I got to tell you, you know, in today's game, 34 is not – I mean, I, I know there's a lot of young bombers out there, but Brooks Cup can still hit it as far as anybody. Um, he still has – um, I would say it, you know again, depending on health, a good eight years left of, of you know because look at what Adam Scott's doing now. You know, at this point in his career, and and, and Justin Rose and some of these guys. You know, um, the, the, the 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 age is not necessarily what it what it used to be. Look at Michael Block, you know, forty six, right? Um, Why, wow, yes, but, but no. I mean, I I think he could easily win another. You know, three majors, four majors, maybe. You know, because I don't know what it is about this guy. How, what makes him play better on those difficult golf courses? But you, you really do have to credit his. You know, because you know it's a different ball game. It's a metal uh, game as much as it is. You know, golf, especially with the elements that they had over over there. You know, it's in the rain and whatnot. Um. Uh, you know, so it, it goes. To, and again, I, man, look, I, I never did dislike Brooks Kepka. I thought the Bryson and feud was kind of stupid, you know, and and whatnot. But uh, and I thought he had some appeal. And, and it's just a shame to see that because in all right, he, he really should be on the on the Ryder Cup team, and he, he's not going to be. But, but he would he deserve to be on that team. But hey, you know, he made the choice. But you know, I. Again, I think I just have to give him his credit.
0: I mean, he, he played a heck of a tournament, man. So I got a question for you. In fact, I have a couple of questions before we uh, move on to the other big story about Michael Brook, the uh, club pro. So here's my question. Um, the Lipp players have done well in the Masters and three top fives. They have three top tens at the PGA this past week. So uh, does this – Disprove our notion that uh, competitiveness is not involved in the Live Tour, and uh, it, it, that's one question. The second part is, do you think this victory is going to uh, going to reduce the animosity and uh, between the two tours and bring about some resolve?
4: Well, that that, that second one's uh, really difficult to answer. The, the first one, I think. Um, you know, I think I think it shows. It was, we never debated that all of Live was washed-up golfers. It's just the majority of it is, but there's no doubt they got six or eight top-tier names over there. You no, know, it's still in their in their golfing prime. Um, so I, I can't really say I'm I'm shocked. You know, I I know we had talked about that, and, and I guess it was me just trying to to. to, to rationalize, hey, you know, they won't be competitively ready, they're playing a fun tour. That, But I read some other, you know, opinions online where it said, you know, maybe maybe that 54-hole no-cut fun atmosphere takes a lot of tension, you know, because on a PGA Tour, you're grinding week in, week out, whether it's a major or, you know, a regular golf tournament. It's a mental grind for 72 holes. And and maybe they come in in a better state of mind, a more relaxed state of mind, in these majors, just having to, to to really focus for for four tournaments a year or whatever you know they're invited to. So you know, I, I can't really say that I'm shocked. They're always shocked at, Bill, uh, at, the, at the at the you know at the Masters for sure. But right. um, but uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not really shocked per, per se.
0: Um, and that's a good point. You know that that they're more relaxed because they're not under the grind. They they have the money in their pockets. They're not playing for money on the live tour so much. So, and they they're more relaxed and playing in the t- you know. So maybe that that that's to their advantage.
4: Yeah, and they're not having a you know. I mean, they have uh, kind of a you know obligated tour. But you know how it is on the PGA tour now. You've got all these uh, select events and uh, that you have to play in or lose your uh, you, you, some of the you money uh you've got sponsors you know if you're a a ambassador for a certain brand or promoting a certain brand and that's their tournament you're obligated to play in that so it's probably a lot harder to plan a a schedule on the pga tour around your work you know work-life balance than it is on on the live tour um uh, you know I, i i think i think kepka's a more likable guy than let's just say if Sergio had won, which wasn't what, going to happen, you know. But uh, uh, there are a lot of live guys that are still despised. I think even if DeChambeau had won, it'd have been, you know, somewhat, uh, uh, you know, not well received necessarily. Although he kind of spoke up in that same vein that he said, you know, he kind of hopes that this breaks some of the, you know, and what's what's odd Teddy is, and I think the what is, is affecting Rory. Now, Rory did, to his credit, make a pretty good little comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think mentally he's feeling so much pressure to bear the flag of the PGA Tour. I think in the majority of these guys don't really dislike each other. And, you know, they still like them because they've played with them for years. I like right. go back to college together, you know. I don't think they all of a sudden hate them. Now, Patrick Reed, that's a different story. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's universally hated, you know. But uh, I think Rory probably struggles with that a little bit because, you know, Rory, he's a likable guy. He likes everybody. And I think he, he maybe is kind of struggling with playing the 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 villain, not the villain, but you know what I'm saying? I yeah, mean, certainly. But you know, trying to play the hero to the to the villain, you know.
0: No, um, it, it definitely oh. took a toll on him. There, there's no question, and uh, hopefully he'll, oh, he'll re- get that resolved. Uh, I have one more question yeah. on live for you before we move on to Michael uh, Block and that, that fantastic story. So about the live players, oh, Liv players, do you think these top live players, do you think that they played in this tournament, which was electric? It was a, an exciting PGA. The fans from New York were unbelievable uh, do you think they miss the attention and the the cheers and the spotlight? Do you think they miss that more than they miss you know not playing for for as much money as they playing for now?
4: No, I don't. I don't think so because um, uh, you know the the um, if they get to play in the majors, that's when you're going to. There's really only one other tournament I can think of on tour. That's that's uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale. That really produces that crazy atmosphere, but as long as they get to play in the majors, and I think they're eligible for TPC too, right? I, I, think. I think so. Yeah, uh, they're going to get all the attention they want. Look, as much as I, 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 I kind of hate to admit it, that the that now the TV coverage is it sucks. Okay, it's, it's horrible for Phil. but when you look at the crowds that draw in stateside, now the, the crowds overseas. Horrible. But but in the States, they've been drawing some decent crowds, and the atmosphere is crazy. I mean, it really is. You know, it's like a front party. And so I think they're getting all the attention they want and more uh, on Live. I I don't think they missed that part of it. I I think the only players that, that again, would regret maybe that move would be in retrospect if you're chasing. Some golf history, you know. That's why a guy like Tiger Woods would have ever done anything like this. Even, even if Tiger was 25, and you know, came around, he had goals and his mom had accomplished. I don't think there's a whole lot of modern golfers that have that kind of aspiration. They're, they're offer one thing, and I hate to say it, but it's money. You know, and, and uh, you know, they're getting it over there. So. You know, I, I think
0: they're getting all the attention they want. Yeah, well, that's a good point. You know, I mean, uh, I, 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 I could see it, uh, kind of like Brooks enjoyed uh, being in the spotlight, enjoyed the moment, and and it just came to my mind. You know, do do these other players miss that because you know and they're not getting the galleries in in their tournaments that that uh, they they do on the PGA Tour and. You know, I mean look, Brooks loves New York. He's won three majors. He he has a record there. He's won three majors in, in uh New York. No other player has ever done that. So that that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And we know New York fans uh love their golf and appreciate their golf. But let's turn our attention now to that guy Michael Brock. I mean Brook, yeah, I'm sorry. I, don't call him
4: Michael book. Book. I I don't know why I called it Brook, but, but uh. Yeah, because I thought, man, if H and R Block doesn't this guy, they're crazy. Yeah, really.
0: That's uh, just
1: a natural, a natural man, you
0: know. Uh, for, for, like you said, forty-six years old. He was the second oldest player to make the cut there. I mean, he's competing with players almost half his age. You know, I mean, yeah, and uh, well, giving up thirty, forty yards in distance to him and. What what an unbelievable like you said Cinderella story. It's uh, it's one for the ages.
4: I think I read he had uh, played at twenty five previous events on the PGA Tour and it made forty six thousand dollars something like that. So so roughly an average of of two grand an event and and now his life has really changed. You know with that with that money that he uh, that he pockets. Uh, not to mention uh, just some of the endorsements you'll get and. and uh, it just goes to show you, and again, I think that's what's so great about this, that that that, that, that championship, you know, look, it didn't happen very often in history. Go back, and, and he's he's the third highest ranked finish in, in history for a PGA golf professional and the highest since uh, 1986, I believe. Um, so it's rare that it, that it happens that way, but it does. Theoretically, this tournament gives that opportunity, just like the U.S. Open could produce a Francis we that one day. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's unlikely right in today's environment, but it could happen. You know, and, and I think that's uh, that's just awesome. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. It it, it was it was a was a story that that kept me hooked really for the for the most part of the weekend. Uh, I mean, there were some other, sub, you know, storylines that I wanted to, to kind of see whether it would happen or not. But to see this guy, I really, I really was was rooting for him to finish in, uh, I think, what was it, top five, and he would earn a, an automatic exemption next year on tour. But you know what? In retrospect, I don't think he really wanted that to be to begin with. You know, because I don't think he'd have played a a full PGA schedule, and now he's already got. Uh, sponsor's exemptions because I thought today he also got invited to the RBC, the, the uh, commit, Comedian Open. Right. Um, you know, so, I mean, I think the sky's the limit for far as sponsors' exemptions go for this guy. So, you know, he'll have to, I guess, at some point make a decision, you know, do I, do I want to do this week in, week out, or, hey, am I happy, you know, giving my lessons at the, at the club and being able to go drink a few beers after in the clubhouse? I think he's more the latter myself. I, I think he's perfectly happy with his life, and he, he's, you know, I'm not gonna say he's not enjoying this little. I mean, who wouldn't enjoy that little, you know, notoriety and spotlight? I mean, you 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 dream of that as a kid, you know. Um, no question. To say, to say realistically, at age 46, this is what I'm a now chase. I mean, he knows better than that, you know. I mean, he he he, he had a magical week. Um, he kept his composure. He didn't get rattled. He uh, made some miraculous up and down. like you said. He, you know, I watched um, a, a hole when he played with Rory. Rory hit five iron. He had, he hits hybrid, so like a three hybrid. It didn't phase him what he was hitting. He didn't. The number was just a number, you know. Yep. He, he, you know, he used limitations, and and uh, man, he 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 produced, and I think it's just uh, it's just wonderful. It's just it's just a I, 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 I've listened to a lot of golf, sh- a lot of uh, talk shows today on, on sports, and that by far dominated the talk more than Brooks Koepka. <laughs> I, I almost feel bad for Koepka in a way, you know. I mean, I shouldn't, but, but I mean, that well,
1: people were talking way more
4: about that.
0: The, you know? There's no, no question. This tournament, this PGA Championship, is going to be remembered for Michael Block. Brock, <laughs> I keep saying that Block. And, uh, you know, his, his performance. And, uh, you know, I, I saw a little bit of the uh, the tournament on Thursday. And he was one of the guys that they wired up and, and interviewed, you know, talked to as he was playing at the actual tournament. And I fell in love with the dude right then because he was, like, yeah. down to earth. I don't give a care. This is so much fun. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm freewheeling and I'm excited. And man, I, mean, I just I was just impressed with him.
4: No, he, he, he – he had that demeanor that just, he just kind of instantly, you know, I mean, I don't want to, that's a bad comparison, but he's almost like a, a a John Daly type, you know, to appeal to the masses. You know, just a, a guy you could go play 18 holes with and, and get hammered after in the clubhouse with him. You know, I mean, he's he's that kind of guy. You know, you, you know he's not driving the, the $400,000 automobiles that, you know, and, Living in, a, in a, the big mansions, these guys have in Florida and all that. He's just a, he's just a, a club pro that, yeah. that, is, that happens to be very good at his craft and, and again, had a magical weekend. I mean, um uh, and look, I mean, the guy's got to have games to have qualified to play in 25 PGA events. It's not like he's a, a nobody, you know, but, um, you know, it would be interesting to get, um, Mike Small's, uh, Take on this because yeah, he had to have some point play competitively with with uh, Block, you know. Oh yeah, they
0: uh, definitely cross paths because they're, they're about the same age, you know. And uh,
4: yeah, and, and, and Maul was you know very competitive when, when he was playing some of these tournaments, you know. So exactly, that would be a, that would be interesting. But um, I, I tell you, it was a, it was a, it was a good. Um, a good tournament, uh, like I said, I think the the weather, you know, it had me kind of worried there for for a while, but it turned out to be a beautiful Sunday. And, and um, uh, I do think, you know, just kind of looking at the rest of the stories in, in there, I think Victor Hovland is going to win a major pretty soon. I think he's on the cusp. Um, I'm very impressed with his game and that he he doesn't ever seem to get rattled. You know, he just he has a very even demeanor kinda of always has a smile on his face and doesn't doesn't get too phased and um and I, I like the kid. I think I think he might uh might have some
0: good things uh coming to on board for him. Yeah and Scotty Scheffler, the number one player, he if he could take back Saturday's round he he yeah. would uh he, he would have uh the the trophy They wanna make a trophy probably as well. So yeah, both of those guys played well and I, I was pulling for Victor Hovland, really because uh I, I want the guy to succeed. But one last thing on Michael Brock, uh, he, he he spent Saturday night at Pitts Bar, in outside of Oakland, and uh, we know he likes to drink beer, right? And uh, right. When when they interviewed him after the hole in one on the Golf Channel, one of them, Brandel Chamblee or or Brad Faxon, one of them asked him, "Well, it looks like you're gonna have to go down to the clubhouse now and buy a round of drinks, you know, for for all the players." He said, "I think I'm gonna stay up here with you guys and buy y'all eight some beer." <laughs> that was fun. The guy's so funny; wow. he, he's incredible.
4: Those beers are selling for seventeen dollars a pop.
0: Seventeen dollars. <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh, Joel Damon uh, hit a guy in the calf during the practice round, and um, he went up to him and you uh, know apologized. And they said, uh, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, beer. How much are the beers over <laughs> here?" The guy said. Seventeen hours So he pulls out a hundred. He said, "Well, here you go. You know, the restaurant
0: are meat today." And, and somebody said, "Man, that's only it's
4: only four four or five four, beers. Four beers, five <laughs> beers, you know, <laughs> <laughs> not enough for the day, you know." That's,
0: that's a that's great. a little steep, I think. They, they need to take a, a lesson from Augusta National and charge like seven or eight dollars a beer, and they, they still make but a man. lot of money
4: same controversy last year i forgot where it was played
0: at but it was the same thing they were charging that that amount of 20 dollars last year yep all right well we're gonna have to cut out we got the uh chs coaches show coming up on uh on Kane radio with uh tony landry the voice of the panthers along with coach desimo so thanks for tuning in score, thanks for calling in and uh well we won't see anybody next week because it's uh Memorial Day, so we'll probably take that day off. But uh, maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll catch up on some golf. Thanks for calling All right. in. All right, guys. Thanks for listening in. Stay tuned for more sports coming up after the news.
3: Hey, guys. If you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Kane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy.
1: We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Woo! Coca-Cola. Taste
0: the feeling.
2: The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com.
1: Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. You're listening
3: to KANE, 1240 AM and K298CQ, 107.5 FM, New Iberia.
1: The voice of the Tash.